0: All right, let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Joining us now, he is our Ute Analyst. A man who never hallucinates. At least not since his 20s. <laughs> He's our good friend, Frank Dolce, with us on the big show on 97.5 and 12 of the Zone. What's up, Frank?
1: Hey. Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, man, it's really nice to catch up with you again. I'm glad football season is finally rolling around so we could get back on the schedule.
2: Now, Frank, I need to get to the bottom of something first. Of all, did did you did Jake insult you or soccer or something? What what happened there exactly?
1: Yes. The short answer is yes. He did. It was very insulting. He and then what was even more insulting was the. I, I don't know what you would. It's some, what a, some trumped up, fake apology he tried to offer afterwards which was trumped up it came across it was totally it came across as totally insincere and i i think i would rather that he just owned his original comment rather than try to make up for it with the this blustered attempt at apologizing is
2: there anything he can do to make up make it up to you
1: Oh, but yeah, no. I mean, he doesn't, the thing is, he doesn't really need to make it up to me. I, yes, it was offensive. The stuff that he said was absolutely <laughs> offensive. But I don't, I don't, I don't hold it against him at all. I, if that's how he feels about it, then I would rather him be honest and, and tell me how he feels about the great sport of soccer and my, my kids playing that sport rather than try to, you know, do something and or be or be fake so i i i don't have, i don't think he needs to i don't feel like he needs to make up for it at all i have the so utmost my, my, respect my, for jake and for what he does so you, my ta-
2: my takeaway here frank is that you're the bigger man
1: oh is that is that what you get out of this well you know that maybe that's true that may be true
0: all I pointed out today, Frank, was that uh, these guys are making fun of me for being overly friendly at Pac-12 Media Day to all of our 35 guests and being overly enthusiastic and nice. And I said it's just ironic that we're having the one guy on the show who thinks I'm mean. <laughs> I, don't,
1: I don't think you're mean. I don't think you're okay. mean. But what would be the what would be the reasoning behind? Do you think you're being overly nice? Do you think you're being overly generous to your guests at Pac-12 or you're at the Pac-12 media days? And, and if, if so, do you feel like you need to be in a position to impress those guys?
0: <laughs> no, I, it, it was just my genuine self. I was in a good mood. I'm, I'm always in a good mood. I was happy. Coach, to it's there. great to see you. How are you? I, I was happy to see everybody. And next thing you know, I know, Frank, I come back to Salt Lake and Hanson Scotty are playing this reel of every introduction I did on the show yesterday and just roasting me over it. I thought I was just being my normally upbeat, friendly self.
1: <laughs> I think that I have, based on our interaction in the way that you, you know, your very truthful comments to me about the sport of soccer, I feel like you and I have a more real relationship. I feel like I know the the real Jake more than than probably all of the guests from the Pac-12 Media Days who maybe know the the more upbeat version of Jake. Of Jake. I see.
0: Yeah,
2: okay, I see. So Frank, I I have to get from you. Um, my my partner over here thinks the Utes this year should. Become like Woody Hayes' Ohio State team or something, you know, never pass the football at all? I think they
0: should run 65% of the time. Don't Uh, mischaracterize me, 65%. And and,
2: and I get what you're saying. I get what he's saying, Frank. Uh, I mean, look, you've got Zach Moss back there. Uh, Take advantage of him. I get that. But I don't think it needs to be quite as categorical as he's making it. And I'm not talking about what Troy Taylor was doing, you know, throwing what he should have been running and running what he should have been throwing, all that stuff. I'm just talking about, hey, make room for the passing game too. What do you think?
1: Well, uh, Gordon, you and I align on a lot of these things. And in this particular case, I think I would probably fall more on the side of, over the course of Coach Whittingham's career, with the University of Utah they've they've been most successful when they've realized at some point during the season that their their offensive philosophy philosophy should be based in the run game and utilizing the pass game to keep a defense off balance i think we saw that demonstrated perfectly just last year when when Utah finally finally started giving the ball more consistently to Zach Moss and Tyler Huntley was throwing the ball closer to the line of scrimmage, more high percentage passing game. And, and, and in those that, that four ish game stretch, Utah was very dynamic on the offensive side. So, and I really believe that's what Andy Ludwig brings to this team and all of his experience since leaving the university of Utah is that, he, he is going to be more foundational in the run game and utilizing the pass game and some of the strengths of Tyler Huntley running the football to keep a defense off balance. So I see, I see a, 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 a sort of a balanced attack for, for Utah this year, but absolutely based in giving the ball to, to Zach Moss.
0: Frank Dolce with us, 97.5 and twelve-eighty, the zone, talking a little Utah and Pac-12 football. What did you think about Utah being picked first in the division, Frank, and receiving the most votes in the conference?
1: I that's I, I think that makes a lot of sense, and I think it's you know it, there's at least two factors. One is that Utah has has lots of guys returning, and and everything. Uh, especially on you know defensive line looks really good. Uh, probably need to fill in or or figure out the linebacker spots, but it looks like they're they're going to be oh, oh you know at least adequate in that area, maybe better than adequate in that area. Defensive backfield looks really good again. Uh, c- certainly with guys like Zach Moss returning and Tyler Huntley returning, uh, those are th- those are good things on the offensive side. I'm still curious about the offensive line, uh, but I think they have the, you know, the right kind of crew, maybe six kind of guys, maybe even seven deep on the offensive line. And, and if Utah is going to be more of a run-based offense, like I think they're going to be, then I'm not as concerned about what's happening with the wide receivers. I think there's talent enough with the wide receivers. So Utah has all of the right pieces coming back. And, and of course, Kyle Whittingham coming back. And and I think it's probably the second part of Utah being picked first is probably this huge uncertainty about what is what else is happening in the in the South in the Pac-12. I mean, I I I, I don't know. I think maybe Chip Kelly can get those guys going this year. That will be uh, interesting to see. And then I I I kind of like uh, Herm Edwards and and Arizona State. I would put them right up there near the top with with utah i just don't think that us although usc probably still has all of the talent in the south i just don't know that that coaching staff gets enough out of that talent and i wouldn't be surprised to see a change made at at, at usc after the season's over and then arizona colorado who, who who knows so i think it's the right i think it's the right pick for utah on top based on what they have returning and the lack of you know, real concrete knowledge about everybody else. Frank,
2: one thing we were talking about earlier was uh, how important it is for a quarterback who is going to be in a run oriented offense to be efficient when he's called upon. And I think sometimes quarterbacks who throw the ball lack get a lot of credit, but I think quarterbacks who are called upon on those third and fours, third and fives, to complete the play, uh, that's a big deal to keep drives alive. He, ha- Tyler Huntley has to be efficient, has to be effective in that regard this year, but that creates
1: a lot of pressure on him not to
2: screw up. It's,
1: it is the three things I, I always look at during a during a f- football game probably the most important is turnover margin I mean I think that to me is the stat especially in co- collegiate football turnover margin seems to be the one that really dictates who's going to win and lose football games and evenly matched games and I, I always look to I, I like to look at you know how, how you're running the football and the ability to stop the run. I think those are key statistics. And the third one I always look at is is third down conversions, the ability on both sides of the ball, the ability to keep drives alive, and the ability for a defense to get out of drives on third down. So it to, to me, it's the you know it's the critical down in any given scenario. And and I think you're exactly right. Utah's going to call on tyler huntley to be efficient on third down and and there are going to be those times in the season when he has to perform in that in that scenario the the key for him and the key for this offense is to to give themselves opportunities to be successful on third down so being super productive on first down and second down and I'd, i'd like to see those two kind of numbers improve so now all of a sudden Utah's not finding themselves in a lot of third and six or third and seven those kind of odd third downs but but rather in the third and two third and one and I think when you find yourself in those positions you have much more success but with with Tyler Huntley and now his experience over the past few years I feel pretty confident um, and, 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 again, going back to Andy Ludwig, who, who I think brings a, a little more stability to the offensive coordinator position, I feel pretty confident that Utah has, has all of the right pieces to, make, uh, to, to, to be pretty successful, to be, to be one of the leaders in the Pac-12 on the offensive side this year.
0: Just kind of an overall Pac-12 question for you, Frank. Um, one fun, fun part about going to Pac-12 media days with um, with the Pac-12 is you, we see all these unbelievable quarterbacks come through. And over the years, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about, uh, you know, Andrew Luck and Marcus Mariota and um, uh, Brett Hundley from UCLA a few years ago. I mean, these, these big-time players. Where does Justin Herbert stack up in your mind uh, amongst kind of those, those greats? Because he was kind of the star of the show yesterday.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the guy, you know, he's one of those guys that you, that you look at and you just think, well, he has, you know, he has all the, he has all the right tools. He has all the right, right tools for college, but he has all the right tools for the, for the next level too. So um, in terms of a guy in the, in the South or in the pac uh, 12 that, that that's going to make a run at the next level, I think you'd put him right, right at the top. And uh, and, and, and then, you know, you just, you just have to see, see what happens. We've, we've seen plenty of those guys. I mean, and the most famous maybe in the Pac-12 is the whole Ryan Leaf deal, who's, who's done a nice job of his post-football career getting into the analyst booth, and I think that's really exciting for him. But, but he, to, to me, he looks like the, the, the guy that, that has the, the greatest ability, the greatest skill set, um, to not only be successful in, you know, in the collegi- at the collegiate level, but at the next level as well. And, and although I think there are talented quarterbacks in the Pac-12 and, and in the South, uh, I don't know that there's anybody else that has the same kind of skill set that applies uh, playing on Sunday afternoons.
2: If you were an opposing quarterback and you mentioned the huge defense, you were going up against that particular unit, Frank. What's going through your mind?
1: Uh I hope we figure out a way to run the ball successfully and I hope I don't have to stand in the pocket more than two or three segments. Because <laughs> if if those things aren't working it's gonna be a long day. It's gonna be a long day for a quarterback. Rarely do you you know, and and when we've seen Utah get damaged on the defensive side, it's when the other team can run the has, has some success running the football and then that seems to open everything else up for for an offensive team. I think Utah does A great job of making teams one-dimensional and when they do that it makes it really difficult on the on the opposing quarterback the opposing offense to really get anything going so if i'm looking at utah defensively and i'm the quarterback i'm thinking we have to be good in in the run game and we're going to have to be really efficient in the passing game and if we don't have those two things working together it's probably going to be a long day
0: Frank, thank you so much as always. Uh, appreciate you coming on with us, and I genuinely look forward to each and every conversation we have with
1: you. <laughs> you know I do too, and it's really good to catch up with you guys again. I've been tuning in and listening as we get closer to, to football season, uh, and I'm really excited for for what's uh, uh, going to happen with Utah this year. I, I think this this is, you know, as, as we've looked at Utah teams in the past, and I think we've said this for the past few years, this is the year for Utah I don't know if anything has lined up as well for the Utes as it, as it looks like it's lining up for 2019.
2: Listen to Frank. He knows what he's talking
0: about. I agree with him. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Frank. Hey, thank you, guys. Great to, great to catch up. As always, Frank Dolce, our Ute analyst right here on the Zone Sports Network. And, of course, Frank plays a huge role in the fall as we cover Pac-12 football. He'll be on the show with us. Um, I guess at least once a week he does the U Preview Show with Hansis Scotti and does pre and post game work with us here on the station. In fact, um, and again, I'm very. See, I have to. I have to be just express how genuine I am about what I'm about to say because Frank just doubts me left and right. But he was an amazing addition to the staff yeah, last year. Yeah. No was doubt. Truly mm-hmm. great yep. uh, a- analysis. So you can't get anywhere else. Uh huh. I agree. See now you even give me this smart alecky like sure you mean that? Come on, no, you're not helping you me at all. I, I agree with you. Thank you. Yeah.
2: Why are you smirking like that, then? I don't know. It's just kind of funny, because now I don't trust anything you said. <laughs> What's
0: what that supposed to mean?
2: <laughs> well, we'll play you the 35 high, how are yous, and you'll uh, let's let the listener decide. That so so far, Gordon, you've only heard the 35 second one. There's a three and a half minute long one, if we want really? to that, yeah. Oh, we got to hear that. I mean, will it put everyone in a... You know what I think it might do? It might accelerate the good mood for those who are predisposed to be that way and it might anger those who are kind of wired that way but, i disagree you know, let's play that when we come back let's not to it. yeah we're, well, i made an executive decision oh let's did do, you yeah, now yeah. you
0: did yeah. yeah terrific we're live <laughs> from the plaza outside Vivint smart home arena come by and see us uh, we're out here with the utah jazz team store it's their sidewalk sale. You can get as much as 80% off jazz gear. You just need to come by and say hello. And uh, as we mentioned, they have the, the parking right outside the arena. It's really easy to just come park, come in and grab some gear, and uh, be on your way. So come on by and see us.
2: Yeah. That's, uh, anybody who wants to bring some liquid refreshment,
0: bring it on by. Still thirsty, huh? Yeah, kind of. How's it going over there? Mm, parched. You know, when you looked at the schedule, you probably could have seen this coming. You know? Yeah, I know. That would
2: require thinking and planning and this all that and stuff. all that. Yeah. yeah,
0: all that difficult, hard work. <laughs> Stay tuned. More next. Ninety-seven-five and twelve eighty. The zone.